Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am Lauren. Hi, I'm Charles. What's up? This is a special New Year's edition. Uh, New Year's Eve, I'm going to put this up on the 31st. This is the 30th at night we're recording this because we're doing Mermaids from 1990. Yay! Yay! With Queen Cher. Yeah, and uh, Winona Queen Winona Ryder and Queen Christina Ricci and Bob Hoskins and Jake Ryan from Sixteen Candles and Jake fucking Ryan from Sixteen Candles. I literally just put together that the like hottie next door that Winona Ryder's obsessed with in this film, Joey, is Jake from Sixteen Candles. If you know, you know. If you don't know, then after you listen to this, because you know mermaids already, you should go watch Sixteen Candles. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> because that's uh, one of the John Hughes, what is it, Brat Pack films, mm-hmm. including uh, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles. Yes, they had so, part of like the like big like Molly Ringwald like trilogy. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Like, <laughs> and for all you young folks, Archie's mom in Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, her. <laughs> that is that is Molly Ringwald. Um, I so fell off that Riverdale train. I'm curious to how it ends, but also not so. I don't even know what to say about that. I'm more on the Yellow Jackets train. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, are you so caught up fun. with that? <laughs> are you caught up with that? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. I can't believe this little little baby Christina Ricci's film debut. <laughs> and now she's like, it, it's a great show, by the way, to to yeah. plug that, um, get into Yellow Jackets. And Dexter's also incredible. Mm. I think they've got like two more episodes left of that limited series so those are two things on showtime that are definitely like worth watching um what are you watching now have you watched anything cool um for your holiday so i've been trying to um so i i know i'm a little late but i'm on the succession train oh yes um, okay and it is great um i um i am completely in love with cousin greg aren't we all for us yeah i think he's like so adorable and delightful and i just want to like squeeze him and uh the gossip site dumois refers to him as new york's boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> like people will like post sightings when they see him around town like on dumois it's really funny like, <laughs> like yeah it's it's funny like when he's in restaurants and stuff um and um, I n- know that all the other characters are like 90% evil, but I still love them anyway. I love Kendall. I love yeah. baby Kendall. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do like most of them. Uh, certain ones I do not like for reasons that have to do with the finale. So I will not say okay. which who those people are since you're still in the middle of watching. And most people are. I have not finished Insecure yet. They just had their big like finale. Oh, I think cool. because I'm really like... I love that show so much and I'm really like scared that once I watch it, it's going to be over and I'm going to see like what happens to these characters, but I'm only like two back. So it's just like an hour really that I have to watch, but I'm like really scared to watch it because I'm like, no, it's over. Yeah. But it's, it's a great show. Another great show to watch. It's just, Um, yeah. And and, and Peaky um, Blinders, Charles is just, I know I'm, I'm going to wear them down. Everyone. We should have like a Peaky Blinders train. uh, Cause new year's day, apparently there's a new trailer for the last season of Peaky Blinders, which we've waited for for like three years now, it seems. Oh, cool. So we're very hyped for this last season. That's why I'm trying to get you like on the train because when it's going, it's going to be soon. I think it's going to well, be like February. Well, I haven't been watching Peaky Blinders, but I am sort of getting into 20-somethings. Um, <laughs> oh my God, on Netflix? Shut up. I'm literally on episode 10. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of into that. It's like a kind of like new version of a real world. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. The Real World Homecoming, I'm still into. The LA one. Okay, cool. I'm um, that's been pretty cool. But, um, I, I guess um, that's I, all I'm watching. I really like Bruce on Twenty Something. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, he was actually pretty cool. Mm. He was actually a lot different than you would perceive of him. I mean, they're yeah. probably all actors. Who the hell knows? But it like definitely like I thought everyone thought he was going to be one way, and he was you know kind of different. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. And everyone, like, hates that girl, Abby. Really? (laughs) Yeah. She's definitely, like, the Quinn, a Morgan (laughs) Dorfer of, of, like, that house. Yeah. Just, like, on on Twitter. I mean, like, it's all, like, just whatever. But I feel like a lot of people, like, are always tweeting, like, negative stuff about her. Well, I did watch that episode where she has that job interview where she goes to the bar to try and... (laughs) She, like, does so bad. (laughs) Like, it's so bad. She's just very cringy. I feel like... I'm like, are you guys, like, getting... I'm I'm confused that they're getting paid to be there. I just don't know. I mean, I kind of look at it as it's not to reality because they all play a certain personality. I do like how they kind of all get their own room. Um, Yeah, that is kind of cool. It sort of seems like the presence of cameras is sort of kept to a min- minimum at, at least. So yeah, I, I've, I've been on like a old real world train and I'm like just, and I've been watching uh, real world Hawaii specifically. It's actually on YouTube. There are like these old episodes and old seasons are popping up on YouTube. So oh. if you're at all interested, I would say to go check that out now before they get taken down, but like all of Seattle and all of Hawaii and all of new Orleans are on YouTube. Oh, like, someone's awesome. uploaded them. Yeah. So I was watching Hawaii and I was like, this season is like, we did an, a kind of an exploration of the old real world. Uh, way back. We did uh, like the first four on the free feed and then the other ones are on Patreon. So if you like really want to know what we think about it, but that season was so heavy. And the fact that there were cameras just like in everyone's face, yeah, like all the time, like, and the way they had the rooms, like nobody was ever alone. Yeah. And they would try to walk like down by the beach and they were there and they just had like uh, Ruthie's like, you know, like, blacked out drinking they have like several interventions and give her like ultimatums on leaving the house yeah. and they've all like diagnosed her this alcoholic i was like whoa this I'm, is crazy I'm this glass yeah and then they like take this thing that would not i mean i don't know it just it seems so for the time it was this big deal you know but yeah. like i guess yeah in hindsight obviously it's different but herself, i was like whoa this is crazy that they don't intervene at all until the girl like drinks and drives yeah. And then the production is like, hey, we like, ha- you know, like we can't stand by. It's just like, it was really crazy to just see that like the first reality show was just so like new yeah. and they really were documenting them. But now it's just kind of like the way they're filmed now just feel fake. Mm. Even if they're not fake, they just feel fake. I'm like, is there a person in here? Or yeah. is it Love Island style where they're just like cameras planted? But even that, I think, has a person. We just well, don't think they're. It seems like if they go out, like if they leave the house, they get like an actual camera person. But And like a producer. There's like yeah. three people, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. weird. But it, yeah, so uh, Mermaids, yeah, this yeah. premiered December 14th, 1990. Um, my first impression is oh, this is also directed by Richard Benjamin. My first impression is I'd never seen this before. Oh, really? um, yes, and I'd heard of it and I'd seen clips of it, but never seen it before. So thank you, Charles, for suggesting it, and I thought it was cute and funny. Good, I liked it. <laughs> so, what are your first impressions? Like, I want to hear more about um, when you first saw it. And stuff. So I, I'm pretty sure I saw this in the theater. 
Um, Whoa, really? Yeah, when it first came came out, and oh wow, like um, and I know how you always refer to um like kids and clueless and empire records as like your stable three during like your teenage years mm-hmm. so this movie was probably part of like a like a like a like consistent three movies that i watched as as a child like no way oh wow 10 years old so it was probably like this and true true beverly hills and the the movie sister act <laughs> that those three just say so much about you as a person. <laughs> like the fact that you have like Whoopi Goldberg, Cher, and what was the other movie? Uh, Troop. Troop Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. Is it Shelley Long? Is yeah. that the main woman in that one? The fact that those three women essentially like raised you. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, mine are definitely Dazed and Confused, uh, Empire Records, and like Clueless. Okay, okay. Those would be like the three that I watched really early. The Craft can also be thrown in there. I okay. watched that like a fair amount of times. Um, but yeah, <laughs> which says a lot about me too. But um, but that's so funny. Wow, yeah. that's great. Um, so and, and it actually brings me to a, a, um, a very infuriating conversation I recently had with a man on on a Tinder. Oh where, my god! Yes, <laughs> Tinder stories have made where, a note. Um, he, where um, we we had just sort of trying to make conversation, and so I said, "Oh, what's your favorite movie?" And he said, "And he said, oh, too many to 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 name." And so then I was like, "Oh my." god so and he didn't say anything else and so i was like all right well what about a loose top five and he's like it's still really hard <laughs> okay so, so he did he ever give you an answer no he didn't what <laughs> yeah. i would be like well just throw out like five movies they don't even have to be ranked just yeah, throw just, them out just name five movies that you liked i mean like, just know i'm gonna be judging you the fuck <laughs> out of you through every single movie that you give yeah. me um and so then he he was like and so then he said well it's too hard for me why don't you name five and i was like oh my god okay but i will so um (laughs) so what did you say so um i said um so i may have been trying to make myself sound smarter than i uh (laughs) like was um so I um I threw in the movie Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf okay (laughs) um just because i will never not be over Elizabeth Taylor, you know, like drinking out of a tumbler with a cigarette outside of her mouth saying, God damn you. <laughs> um, and then um, I named Thelma and Louise. Oh, and Classic. Um, I named this movie that I love from 1996 called Secrets and Lies. Um, what is that? It's, it's good. It's about this um, woman who is an optometrist who um, after her mother passes away she finds out that she was adopted and so she goes in search of her biological mother and she finds out that her um, mom is white and she's black and so like they establish a relationship and start to become like friends and um, oh that's cool yeah and and um and takes place in in in, um in like england it's it's just really really good oh cool Um, and so I, um, you know, because I was raised on Cher, I had I had to talk about the m- movie Moonstruck, and oh, another one I haven't seen. 
And um, then, and then on top of that, <laughs> and then I ended it all with Jurassic Park. So oh, yeah, I was gonna say Jurassic has to be in there. But I, but I realize aside from Jurassic Park, I mean, I'm, I'm, but I'm not saying that Laura Dern is not an amazing queen in her own right. But all, all of the movies that I named are all had super strong female leads. Yeah, so, like super strong. Um, so I guess that might, um, I, I guess that might say something about me. I don't know. <laughs> so wait, what was his response? Um, what was his response? It was, it, it, it was like not a satisfying response at all. He, he, he was just like, I've never heard of any of these movies. What? Yeah. Like, and, okay, not one or two of them. That's impossible. So then, um, so then I started acting like kind of a prick and I was like, oh, well, most of them were made in a magical time known as the nineties. <laughs> so. And he's probably just like, whatever. Um, I like mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I mean, so do I, but that's not in my top five. <laughs> this was like the most, one of the most infuriating conversations I've ever had on Tinder because like he um, said he worked as a pediatrician in Baltimore and so yeah pediatrician so So he went to like medical school yeah and so like um so you know we started talking about Jurassic Park because I can talk about Jurassic Park all day yeah most people have seen that yeah um I I got the distinct impression he had not seen Jurassic Park and so (laughs) (laughs) um, oh my god just trying to make conversation I was like oh you're a pediatrician have you ever had any animal attack victims brought into the hospital and easy segue yeah and so then he said oh i I don't do that that's what vets do and for people yeah and um i I was like no but i i know you're a pediatrician and but you must have like done er rotation at some point so yeah where like a child was bit by a dog yeah something yeah and he was he was just like no that's that's what veterinarians do and i was like oh god you talking to you is like trying to pull teeth (laughs) yeah like honestly though it sounds like it damn so um god what a fucking weirdo i know (laughs) like what a weirdo i get the same way if if people won't say like what bands they like or what movies they like i'm like this isn't gonna work Yeah. yeah like if you're just not interested like how is that gonna happen yeah, I know. Because it's just like, obviously, we're here talking about movies. This is like, what is it? Episode like 108 or 107, whatever. Like, yeah, <laughs> movies are obviously a big deal. <laughs> I spend a lot of time talking about movies. Um, that's so crazy. This was part of your like trifecta growing up. Yeah, yeah. That's um, cool. And then, um, and then um, I don't know, I just loved it. I, th- I just thought it was really funny and weird. And um, also, I, um, I remember watching because my dad was able to like bootleg record like movies off of like the vhs tapes from blockbuster oh you had like the double one yeah 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 and so i like had this like at at home and i um and my dad was dating this woman named joyce and we were um at her house and i was watching this movie and she came in in the room and sat down with me and started watching it and it was the scene where like Cher and bob hoskins are talking at back to school night and Cher is like telling the story about how like her husband like like abandoned her while she, she was in labor with with, with with like charlotte and like stole mm-hmm. her car and um joyce got so mad and and was just like this movie is so stupid really <laughs> yeah and she was like this movie is so stupid and, and that just made me love it even more that he hated it 
<laughs> oh wow, that's so funny. So what happened to her? Did she like never come back? Um, I I don't know. She um, she, I think she, t- she took a job in like Dallas, and we we never heard from her again. So oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> So that's cool. You have like a long-standing connection to this to this film, which is great. Yeah, because yeah, I really liked it. I'd seen like you know the the photos of like really really young Christina Ricci and Winona Ryder and Cher, and I'm like, oh, that's right, that's that Mermaids movie. And then we were just talking off air. I was like, oh, why is it called Mermaids? <laughs> like, I know she dresses yeah. like a mermaid for the New Year's party in the film at some point, which is why we're putting this out for like around New Year's because that's kind of like one of the themes. But why do you think it's called Mermaids? Well, I don't actually, really have an idea. I can actually give you a definitive answer. So, oh, okay, okay. Um, so, I mean, there's like there's a heavy theme of water th- throughout this 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 movie. Okay. Um, and um, this movie is based off of a 1986 n- n- novel by Patty Dan. And um, I found a quote from the director, R- R- Richard Benjamin, who said, the people in this film don't fit into any category exactly. Charlotte is half girl, half woman. Kate, Chris, Chris, Christina Ricci is half girl, half fish. They're, they're in the water out 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 of the water Da-na-na-na, mermaids mm. um, looking for a place to be what it means is that you can't put anyone into a category and then um i have the quote from the novelist patty dan who said um that she tells this uh her novel mermaids which is pretty much exactly like the same as as this as this movie um, oh, okay. So it's not that different from the no. book. And it's it's pretty short, too. Like, it's less than 150 pages. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's it, it, it's a pretty fast read. But she, she said that she tells um, her novel Mermaids because of the dual child-woman natures of Mrs. Flax and Charlotte. Um, oh. Um, because, um, and um, she said, even down-to-earth Kate, and her love of swimming has, has, has a streak of mermaid. And then she goes on to say, in, in a sense, Mrs. Flax, Cher, is what like a mermaid. She feels unsafe falling in love with men she dates, preferring instead to skim the surface of life. To risk total immersion, immersion would, would mean losing her identity and freedom and inviting heartache. And then she says, as for Charlotte, she resembles a mermaid poised on the shore, w- w- waiting to jump in, unsure if she will sink or swim. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's that's now I can see it. See, I've just seen it once and just once about three hours ago. So now mm-hmm. when I go back and watch it again, that makes a lot more sense just because the way they live their lives. Yeah. 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 They're like nomads. Yeah. Kind of, sort of, yeah, just in different, like, more vast places. At the beginning of this film, I wrote, one of my first notes was it reminded me of uh, Slums of Beverly Hills. Oh, really? Where they, oh, yeah, because in that movie that we just did, like, a few weeks ago on an episode, uh, they keep moving, like, every, like, two months, enough so they get evicted. Oh. Oh. So, like, they're, like, nomads. They're always, like, moving around. So this kind of was, like, the same thing, like a family. Yeah. Kind of, like, moving around places. That's kind of funny. Um, just a really short cast. I don't think I mentioned it's Cher, Bob Hoskins, Winona Ryder, Christina Ricci, and Michael. What is it? Shuffling? I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah, Joe, a.k.a. Jake from 16 Candles. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, okay, so behind the scenes, we already had a little taste of it, but I guess we'll officially start it now. What do you have okay. for behind so, the scenes? Um, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, critics gave this movie 74%. That's it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I can believe it preserves the 80s at least. Yeah, I would think so. Um, but oddly, it has an audience score of 70%. Oh, wow. Um, and Winona Ryder was nominated for a Golden Globe for her performance in, 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 in this movie. She um, was so good. But, her voiceovers, especially. Oh my God, her voiceovers are incredible. Okay, <laughs> yeah, they're so funny. Here's the thing I don't get. She was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. But, like, she's clearly the lead, right? Like, um, She kind of becomes the lead in the middle. Yeah. But I guess it, at first it felt very much like it was Cher. Yeah, that's But then Cher kind of fell off when they moved to, the was it Easton? The, uh, the town where they, they settled to in Massachusetts? Yeah, then it kind of became more about... Uh, Charlotte, but I feel like yeah. it was. Is it? I don't. We. I feel like we talked about this on one episode. Is it uh, measured by screen time? Like what's lead and what's I? I'm not supporting. sure. It's measured by screen time or by billing? Um, because like oh I yeah, like first billing. So I guess she's technically like the lead actress. Um, I wonder because didn't like let's say The Godfather Part Two. Wasn't there something with like De Niro got nominated for like supporting but he was definitely like kind of the lead yeah it was like flashbacks i mean it's kind of like a dual lead role between him and like al pacino i think yeah so i think there was some kind of mix-up with like the oscars that year or some award that year because one of i forgot which actor it was was like mad they weren't in the other category Mm. because there were going to be one but they both were yeah they were both lead kind of and i think marlon brando was he supporting or was he like lead in that first one? He he won for best leading actor for the first movie. Oh, and he was kind of supporting, right? Yeah, like I thought Al Pacino had Pacino like, was the lead. Like Maybe that's the one that they that yeah. he got mad that he that he won for like lead because it was definitely Pacino for that first one. Um but um so oh, so, so supporting. But she didn't win though for the globe. Is that she, the globe? She did, did not win. And so other nominees that year were um, in the be- in, in best supporting actress were Diane Ladd for Wild at Heart. Oh fuck, <laughs> that movie's so good. Have you seen it yet? I shared no. it with you. I did an episode of it a long like a long time ago. It's like episode like sixty something. We did a and, oh my god, that movie is great. And Willem Dafoe's in it. You'd, you'd like it. Laura okay. Dern and fucking Matt, uh, Nicholas Cage. Um, and then also Lorraine Bracco for Goodfellas. Oh, oh my god! I was watching that the other day on TV. I can't wait. I'm gonna do an episode on Goodfellas. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, maybe I'll do it for the for the Patreon. I don't know if people like really care about action films, but but yeah, or like gangster films, I guess. But Um, that's really good. And then Mary McDonald for Dances with Wolves. Oh god, I saw that so long ago. Um, Don't really remember it. Um, and then Shirley MacLaine for Postcards from the Edge, which is that movie that's based off of Carrie Fisher's. By biography. Oh, okay. Um, and so I think Shirley MacLaine plays Debbie Reynolds. Oh, okay. More or less. Um, and this is the year that they all lost to Whoopi Goldberg for Ghost. Oh, yeah. Wait, this was the Oscars? 
This was the Golden Globes. Oh, Golden Globes. Oh, okay. So Winona was nominated for a Golden Globe. This is the same year as Edward Scissorhands. She is currently with Johnny Depp at this point. So, yeah, I'm incredibly jealous of Winona in every way. And during this era, because she'd just come off of Heather's. This is when she's like on a roll. Like this was like peak Winona time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And she was in like a lot of movies and then she was about to be in like Dracula. Um, not too long after this. And then, yeah, God, she really had a time from like 88 to like 95. Yeah. She was in like literally everything, like all these great movies. Yeah. Um, and so um, just a few casting notes. Um, Barbara Streisand was considered for the, for the role of Mrs. Flax at Ultimate. Oh, wow. Um, and I can see that her like bed midler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can see them like turning this into like a Broadway, uh, like a like gypsy, like the one that bed midler did where she just starts breaking out into song in the living room. <laughs> like, like, um, <laughs> like one of my favorite scenes is when like you see Sh- Charlotte, like, you know, kneeling and praying and like Mrs. Flax is walking down, down the hall and like pops her head and is just like, Charlotte, we're Jewish. I know. We're raised and, Jewish. <laughs> and so just imagining either Bette, Bette, Bette Midler or Barbara Streisand like do, in that scene, I think would be like Ill, hilarious. Um, so great. And yes, I know we mention it all the time, but we're putting it on the calendar to do First Wives Club because I, I feel like all three of us have been training our whole lives for this moment. I mean, we, we have. <laughs> we have. Like, it says a lot about who we are as people that at like 13, we were deeply connected by these like <laughs> divorcee women that essentially like just raised us. Like, I, it says a lot. It says a lot about my Real Housewives obsession. Like, um. <laughs> to do with these like these women yeah virgin mary bloody mary vodka Vodka rocks please (laughs) Um, oh i can't wait so so dudley moore was considered for the role of lou that ultimately went to bob hoskins oh wow um and dudley Dudley moore is like someone who i've never really seen anything that he's been in like i know everyone talks about arthur but i just haven't seen it um, uh let me see i know the name and i know what else has he been in isn't he in uh not james bond but there's something else something with pierce brosnan uh, signs from dudley i don't know yeah i know his face but yeah i don't think i've ever seen anything that he's been in okay it's more like 70s movies and some 80s ones um so this is christina R- christina ricci's like first movie ever um, I know how crazy, <laughs> which, and I, I I thought she was fantastic. She is so cute. You know, right? She's like the cutest little kid ever. Like, I love her. The, there's that scene where she she's like where she, she's like stumbling around the house with with like the pumpkin on her. her <laughs> I know. You know just, just like <laughs> it's just so it's just it's just so funny. Um, I think she was nine when. Okay. They filmed this because it was filmed in 89. She's born in 80. I just looked it up. I was like, um, oh, she's so cute. And I then, love her hair. Yeah, I do too. The bob. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I have a couple of notes about the novel. Um, so the novelist Patty Dan um, received an MFA from, from Columbia University. And she originally wrote the script for, 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 for this novel while she was in school. Um and um, she like turned it in, and everyone like hated it. The 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 they the, 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 they were just they're just like, wait, a Jewish girl who wants to be a nun? That's absurd. 
Oh my gosh. And so, wow. and so then like, she, I think she graduated and started working at like the television network A&E and, you know, was like in charge of like programming and, and, stuff, and stuff like that. And then like, I think a couple years um, after she had been working, she like pulled the, the manuscript out of like her drawer and started to like re- revise it. And so, um, so there is actually a sequel to this novel that was re- released in 2013 called Starfish. So, oh, wow. Um, like, and so, uh, and so Patty Dan said that um, she just had always felt like very connected to like these characters, to like Charlotte and Kate and Mrs. Flax. And she, there was an image that she just couldn't get out of her head of Charlotte, like in her mid forties back on the porch of like their house reading a, a, a letter and that the whole project just kind of blossomed from there. So if, oh, wow. you, if you actually want to find out what happened to Charlotte and Kate and Mrs. Flax after the end of this movie, you, you can. Um, oh, that's cute. So does it, it picks up like as a real time kind of like Charlotte being 40 or that would be like 10 years ago. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I think that it, um it like, um, takes place like um, so. I think Charlotte's like an, an adult now, and I think like she um, she uh, moves back to like this town, moves back into her old house. And, oh, I see. Very Dawson's Creek esque. Yeah, yeah. What they did there, yeah. Like then Pacey like moved back to Cape Side. And, yeah, um, yeah. And so I guess you find out what happened to her and Joe. Um, and like. Oh yeah, because he moved to California. Yeah, and like what happened? Yeah. And I, I, I guess like Mrs. Flack is still exactly was the like same. So she's like kind of married, not married mm-hmm. to that guy, um, to Bob Hoskins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, well, well, according, according to to the novel, like, um, like we're kind of given a happy ending for this movie, but like the first line of like the novel is Mrs. Flack's was always happiest when she was leaving a place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, 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 I'm kind of get the feeling that like they, they don't stay in that. They don't stay in that town permanently. That's what I kind of was surprised about when they kind of give you that like fake out in yeah. the end of the film where like you see them packed up and they're like going, but they're really going to like, they're going somewhere like they're going somewhere to like do something, but they haven't moved out. Yeah. But it kind of makes you look like they did and that they left the town, but they didn't. I thought they would have left. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like, I I, I think that like they, um, I think that like they, I think Charlotte's able to finish out the school year, but then after that, they are gone. <laughs> yeah. Cause she's like, yeah. Cause she was like, let me stay for just a year. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, share. <laughs> Come on. It's so funny. Um, and that's all I have for behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. I have that the budget of this was $20 million and it made $35.4 million at the box office. That's pretty good. Cool. I would think for this movie. Um, IMDb gives it a 6.7 out of 10, which I was like, why so low? Yeah. Like, I know it's, that's low. I know. I mean, I... I think it's a great, great, great movie. Yeah, I did too. I like it. Yeah. I think it was really cool. 
Um, let's see. <laughs> this one interesting casting note that I got was that Emily Lloyd was originally cast as Charlotte, but then sh- um, Cher complained that like she didn't look like her. <laughs> <laughs> she, she made like a big fit, and she was like, "No, she shouldn't play my daughter. She looks nothing like me." So they. So they had to fire Emily Lloyd. They made a huge deal and she sued Emily sued the production company uh-huh. because she was like promised this job. So they had to settle out of court for $435,000 plus 2.5% of the film's profit. Oh my God. <laughs> because Cher was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so also this film, as far as directors go, was supposed to be Lass Halstrom's a U.S. directorial debut, but he sh- clashed with Cher, so he got fired. <laughs> and he got replaced by Frank Oz, who loved uh, Winona and Heathers. So oh. that's kind of where they saw her and kind of were saying, oh, yeah, we should get her. I mean, she's just a great, great actor. Anyway, she was in, what, Beetlejuice at that point, too? Yeah. It was, like, 88. So, yeah, she was definitely, you know, one to watch and everything like that. So then they had Frank Oz, who also was then replaced by Richard Benjamin. <laughs> so there were, like, three different directors uh, on this film. And, yeah, Richard Benjamin... He also does like he does a lot of TV movies and stuff now, but I think he like acted. Oh, okay. he was in like the Westworld, the one from like the seventies. Oh, that's okay. the the book is I think from right? Isn't like Michael Crichton? Isn't that book his? I Westworld. I don't know if it's based on a book, but I think he I think he did write the screenplay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so there's that, and um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. But yeah, that's all I have. I have also the debut of. Christina Ricci, but she's so cute. Um, like she's so, so adorable. She reminds me of like Kirsten Dunst in Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how are you this good of an actress and you're really young? <laughs> like you're just a little kid. <laughs> um, cool. All right, well, let's go on to fashion. Yay! Um, Merritt Allen is the fashion or costume designer here. I have a list of what else they've done. It's pretty incredible when it comes to costumes. Uh, the witches. Oh, uh, S- Secret Garden, Mrs. Doubtfire, Dead Man, that movie that Johnny Depp did in like 95 that I've never seen that for some reason my mom had the DVD of like years ago. And she was like, you have to watch this. It's Johnny Depp's like indie that he did with his brother. I was like, why are you telling me about this? <laughs> but I still haven't seen it. Um, did the costumes for Eyes Wide Shut. Oh. Uh, yeah, The Weight of Water, Hulk from 2003, the Eric Bana one, Brokeback Mountain, and all of the king's men oh wow yeah also some others but those were the standouts is that the one with like colin firth about like the secret like mi6 yeah isn't that what it is yeah yeah the like british intelligence uh community or something right? right yeah like cia so yeah that was uh that was what they've what they've done. It's pretty incredible. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, I think, is the biggest shocker on that list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Well, what do you have for fashion notes? I feel like this is a fashion sleeper film, and I think it was great. Yeah. So um, I want to know some of your notes. Well, let's see. Um, I um in like the opening scene after like the swim meet, I just love like Charlotte's black dress when she's like sitting on the sofa and has like the white kind of like floral collar yeah that peter pan collar yeah the uh with that like cross yeah i like that too um and then um and then let's see um i love the fact that it's autumn too 
Yeah, yeah. It just, it just makes everything look really cool. Um, I um, <laughs> sorry. Um, um. Okay, so um, I love the scene when they like first go sh- when they first get moved to town and oh, yeah. they go shopping, <laughs> and um, like uh, and like Mrs. Flax is wearing that light blue dress with the black dots. I know it's and, so cool the polka dot dress. Yeah, and like she has like that really cool like white like purse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I guess Charlotte's wearing kind of this, like, uh, it, it, I want to say peach, but I don't know if that's like a good color. It's like more like tangerine, I guess. Yeah. It's like in between. It's really cool. It's almost like a salmon. Yeah. 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 Um, and like, uh, Christina Ricci is wearing this red plaid dress. I love that red plaid dress. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> With um, the red shoes that she buys in the store. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was really cute. Um, and then I love Mrs. Flax's, she has, uh, Mrs. Flax, she has those white sun, sunglasses. Yeah, and I love her hair, too, that big, like, that huge, like, bouffant, like, that big yeah. 50s, like, yeah. Very, it reminds me of a Seinfeld episode where one of Elaine's friends had hair like that, and that was, like, the joke of the entire episode. Oh, I was really? like, does she know that she has this, like, old-fashioned hairstyle? And Elaine's like, this woman never dates, and I'm pretty sure it's because of that hair. <laughs> And they like they try to like give her hints the whole episode to like change her hair, and they're like, we should get Kramer to do it because Kramer's like the one person who'll say whatever and like won't edit it. So they're like, we should just introduce him because he'll just say it. And then as soon as they meet, they're like, yes, he's gonna tell her, and he's like, I love your hair. <laughs> so great. They're like, fuck. We thought he was gonna like fucking tell her to change it. It's really funny, and it's that exact hair. It's like that exact like mermaid's hair. <laughs> it's really funny. Um. When uh, we get to, um, I, I know we'll have to talk about uh, Charlotte's date, uh, quote unquote, date with Joe at some point. But, oh my god, yeah, that's in the <laughs> that's in my story. But, um, so, um, a, but um, I like love his, I like love his jacket. Like, oh yeah, that brown like leather jacket. Yeah, and, like has like the fur, the fur collar. Um, it looks like a cop outfit from like a small town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, let's see. and then um, we do have to talk about the uh the quintessential mermaid costume. Um, oh my god, the like over the top one. That's the, apparently the promo photo of the movie that has nothing whatsoever to do with the movie. <laughs> Like, I feel like I thought the movie w- was going to be about, like, a mentally unstable woman who, like, thought she was a mermaid, <laughs> oh. judging from, like, the cover, because I saw her, like, in a tub in this mermaid outfit, and then, like, uh, Winona Ryder and Christina Ricci standing there, like, yes, my mom is insane and thinks she's a mermaid. Yeah. So I kind of thought that's what the movie was about. <laughs> Not about, like, the town, like, quote-unquote loose woman, you know, who, yeah. like, hangs around. Like, I think that's really, it's really different, Yeah. <laughs> Very um, different. Um, I really love Charlotte's outfit in that scene where she goes to explore the convent for 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 the first time. Oh yeah, it's like a layered like vest over like a yeah. button up and like um, a skirt. Yeah, I like re- recently watched that scene in in, in succession when we meet um, Adrian Brody's character for the first time, and he's wearing like six layers. And he's so, wearing like yeah, like eight layers, like yeah. eight t-shirts, and like and open shirts and vests. I like um, I like when I'm I like start thinking maybe I could pull that off. <laughs> it's really cool. I yeah. I really liked his palette that he had too. It yeah. was like it was very autumn, and it really matched the the color of like the wheat and stuff in the Hamptons, and it was. Mm-hmm 
like he had on like orange like a burnt sienna and like navy like olive <laughs> like <laughs> just piled on each other it was very ll bean i liked it it was yeah. very like ll bean like over oversized like you know like grungy um, ll bean and then um and a beanie of course <laughs> and then um i don't know if this technically counts as a fashion moment but just the scene where christina Ricci is wandering around the house with a pumpkin on her head um, <laughs> i know it's so funny <laughs> um and then um i also love uh i love charlotte's outfit at the end when they're dancing to um if you if you won't want to be, be be happy um, oh yeah she has like these uh red pants and like this cool like floral shirt yeah yeah it's really cool yeah um and it, uh, you know, I, um, and it kind of made me want to go back to the sixties. <laughs> I know. Right. It, it, like, it, it looks really like cute and wholesome in yeah. this situation. Yeah. It was really cool. I liked it. What about you? Okay. Let's see. So I have for Rachel, I love that lace dress in the beginning that she puts on to go for the date. Oh yes. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I love her like black shirt and like, uh rose floral pants were those that she the, was wearing were 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 those the leggings they're leggings yeah <laughs> they were and she has these like cool like black mules yeah that like um you like slip into that she wears for most of i think all of her outfits okay like most of them which are really cool but yeah they're like the fashion club dreaded like oh god i'm wearing stretch pants um, it's such a great Daria episode. If you have not seen Daria, like, what are you doing? Um, it's like the best fucking thing ever. It's on Hulu and you can watch it for free. Like, yeah. I mean, if you pay for Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so get someone's like login or something like, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's so funny. So I also like, you love the blue polka dot dress. I love the green suit that you see her in one time where she's like, She's yelling for, I think, Charlotte to come to the car. And she has the door open. You only see it for a hot second, but it's like this matching tweed, like olive green suit. It goes perfectly with... It's like a Jackie Kennedy suit, kind of. Yeah, okay. And then she has like the white glasses, which looks so amazing. Um, I love the green fuzzy sweater that you see her in like twice. It's like an olive green and it's like oversized. It looks like a mohair sweater. She's wearing it, I think, at the swim meet. Oh. At like uh, one of uh, was it Katie swim meet? Yeah, and then she's wearing it again inside, like oh. in the house sometime, which I love. I thought it's so cool. Um, her mermaid costume, duh. Yeah, the pearls everywhere. I love how her tail was like outside the car. Yeah, <laughs> her car is amazing. I'm so jealous. I love her car so much. Um, so for Charlotte, I have. I love the pink dress she has, the plaid dress she has. I love the jacket that she has that has, like, the shearling kind of collar in, in the winter. Mm-hmm. And then she has, like, a red and blue or, like, red and bl- uh, gray, like, plaid skirt, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I like that outfit. I love, like, she has a yellow sweater cardigan on yeah. in, one, in one outfit. It's, it's uh, weird because I know this movie technically takes place in the 60s, but I feel like you could wear all these outfits now and look very fashionable you know oh totally it has a lot of that like 90s minimalism gwyneth paltrow vibe Mm -hmm. like those kind of pants and like we used to wear like or i i did i used to wear kind of like tight like pedal pusher pants with shirts in the 90s that was very 50s in the 50s it was like more tucked in yeah and more fitted and stuff but yeah these are like 50s style clothes because yeah this is like 60 or like 61 
I think, like in the beginning and stuff. And then it gets to be like 64 yeah. at the very end. But um, yeah, also the last outfit that she has on the red pants and like the blouse is really cool. And I just love Christina Ricci. I love all of her stuff. Yeah. She's just like the cutest kid ever. <laughs> um, I love that little red outfit she has on at the end. Oh. <laughs> They're like dancing around the kitchen. She has yeah, the towel. It's so cute. And then Joe, I love when you first see him. He's wearing this like white shirt and like really baggy blue work pants. Yeah. They remind me of like James Dean in like Rebel Without a Cause, but not like it, but very like 50s greaser guy. Like he'd be in The Outsiders. Have you seen The Outsiders? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Oh, God. Yeah. It has like every like 80s heartthrob man. If you've not seen that film, it's like, it literally has like Tom Cruise and like Rob Lowe and like fucking Patrick Swayze and like all like is it who else is in that movie? It like is C. Thomas Howell, Ralph Macchio. Um, it's a uh, weird because like a lot of that cast is also in one of my favorite '80s movies called Red Dawn, which is about where the Soviet Union invades the United States. Um, oh fuck! <laughs> really? Yeah, and so I've never even heard of that. And so, like, Patrick Swayze basically leads a group of high school students who escape to the mountains, and they hide there for a while. But then they like, um, they like form this like guerrilla like army, and they basically just like bomb the shit out like the Soviet Union. And what? So, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm looking up now. 1984. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit! And Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it, Leah um, Thompson, C. Thomas Howell, uh, Jennifer Grey from like Dirty Dancing. Oh wow, that's yeah. crazy. Um, also, Harry Dean Stanton too. Yeah, he, um, he was also in like the original Alien movie, um, which I still haven't fucking seen. It's I, I, I love that movie. I know, I know. It's like a required viewing. That's one of those things I haven't seen. I finally saw The Apartment the other day, oh, which is cool. another like old film required viewing. Uh, it's it's really good. Yeah, because we're, we're going to review, I think, on the Patreon some older films. Yay! Yeah, because it'll be fun because there are a lot of old movies that are really good. Like, we have to do Gaslight. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone fucking says it all the time. A lot of people don't know it's from like this movie. Um but yeah. Oh yeah. So I love that James Dean type looking, but I never figured out that fucking Joey is the guy from 16 candles until I mentioned earlier in the show right now. So I did not know it watching it. I was like, that guy's so cute. Yeah. He's so like eighties cute. This guy also has not really acted since this movie. Yes. I heard that he, um, I heard that he like kind of, um, um, dropped out of Hollywood. He like became a carpenter. Oh, that is incredibly attractive. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And like, and like, frankly, the more I l- learn about Hollywood, thanks to this Beyond the Blinds podcast, I have more respect for anyone who is like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, Much like the kid, the girl in uh, Jurassic Park. I think she was like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Um. Also, I read also that Ru- I'm watching uh, Homeland at the moment. Uh. Rupert Friend, who is in like most of Homeland, mm-hmm. he was going out with Kira Knightley, and like what's reported is that the reason they broke up was that it, like fame was just too much. Oh, and she really? was she was gonna get like really famous, yeah, and he just like didn't. I guess he just wanted to act, but didn't want to be like that level of famous. Yeah, you know, like just wanted to be able to like live a regular life. Yeah, but who knows if that's true? But that's apparently what's reported. Just kind of nuts, but yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, and then I, uh, we mentioned his brown hunting jacket and just everything about him. That sex scene's hilarious, and we're gonna get to it. <laughs> um, so, do you have any other fashion notes? I don't. I don't think so. Um, it. Um, I. Um, I like. Um, I know this isn't like considered like a fashion m- m- movie, but all the clothes and uh, outfits in this movie are, I think, are fantastic. Yeah, I. I wasn't going into it thinking that I would think about the fashion of this film but i actually found myself focusing on it much like diabolique that we did yeah and then i found out that that was designed or a costume designed by lauren scott who's like this incredible like fashion visionary yeah and that that outfit was just amazing like the fashion in that was just incredible mm-hmm. so okay so music oh okay so can we talk about this amazing soundtrack yeah it's it's really good what is do you have did you have the official soundtrack did you yes. listen to it yes <laughs> Cool. So, what are your standouts? I'm sure you're gonna know it more than I will. I have like, so, a few written down. Um. So I. Um. So we get shared doing a cover of the Shoop Shoop song. Oh my um, god! No way. Um. It's um. It's so it's like playing. It like plays at like um. It like play. It's like playing during the credits after if you want to be happy ends. Oh so, shit. Um. And then um. You know. And then I also love that song by. Jimmy Soul, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life. Oh, um, yeah. Ritzy one. Yeah, I love that song. Um, and then we get uh, we get uh, Mickey and Sylvia saying Love is Strange. Um, okay. Like, mm, um, like um, you know, that, that's, that's a song that's like, you know, like, love. Love is strange. (laughs) Lots of people take it for a game. (laughs) Sounds like a Simpsons rendition. (laughs) Um, and then we get um we get Les Gore singing um "It's My Party." That's it, and I'll cry if I want to, right? Yeah, yeah. It's my party, and I cry. And um, I haven't heard it, but apparently there's actually a sequel to that song where we find out that she basically beats Judy's ass for stealing her boyfriend. And what? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, um, so apparently Judy um, gets what's coming to her. So, <laughs> um, and then, um, oh, and then there's this song that doesn't have any words, but it's playing during the uh, New Year's Eve party scene when, like, Joe shows up with, like, because he's, d- d- like, delivering some, like, beer. Um, and, it's, and it's a song called Sleepwalk by Santo and Johnny. And it d- doesn't have any words, and it's just, like, a very, like, you know, kind of, like, very Hawaiian kind of sound. Oh, cool. And it's, like, very sleepy kind of, you know, like, oh, I'm you know, high on morphine kind of mood. <laughs> so. uh, I saw him uh, when he was delivering like the champagne that I love when one of my favorite scenes is when uh, Charlotte like catches uh, Rachel kissing him outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, runs out. Just like, oh my God, this is insane. Yeah. What? It's just a New Year's kiss. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, Char- Charlotte kind of loses her shit. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh my God, it's just a New Year's kiss. Like, whatever. <laughs> that's funny I, I like big girls don't cry too yeah i do too big girls that was cool and i have like it's in his kiss that yes, song yes. is playing at some point and then that like miracles it's like you got a hold on me yeah like yeah. you really got a hold on me yeah um, those are those are my standouts 
And then we get, um, and then uh, we hear like Mambo Italiano like twice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Where what scenes are those in? That's, um, the, 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 that's when it's playing when like Lou and Kate are like in the bathroom mirror and like they're both shaving. They're like, oh, hey, Mambo. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Mambo. And then we, we like he, he, hear it again. <laughs> so, like. <laughs> They had the rights to it. They're like, let's use this for all we can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Cool. Uh, any other music notes? Um, I think I, I think that's it. I, I would highly recommend getting the soundtrack if if, if you can. Just because, I mean, it's like great and I just never get tired of like playing it. So It seems like really good like cleaning the house music. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's like what I measure everything as now. It's like the kind of music that you put on when you're just like, I am going to clean behind the radiator today. <laughs> I'm lifting the covers off. Yeah. I'm lifting the covers off the radiator, and it's like go time. I'm cleaning the window sills today. <laughs> it's like that. It is time totally to like dust that. those baseboards. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> oh my god. So. This is our favorite scenes and lines section. I'm excited for this because, yeah, I <laughs> I know there's so many. Um, why don't you go first? Because um, I feel like if I go first, I'm going to talk for about tw- 20 minutes. Okay. So- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my first, I love the scene. My first scene was it reminds me of Slums of Beverly Hills because they're, like, moving all the time, which I found funny. My my first favorite my first like real favorite scene is when you meet Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and when he like shows up and he has just like I love that she's just like, oh my God. Oh like, and, this is so oh, crazy. And, um, and like and like the song Johnny Angel is playing. Yeah, and, and it's like, just like this total like uh yeah, it's just this total like stop in time moment. Mm-hmm. And I just love her monologue. It's just like, um, I also love when she, <laughs> when she's like, uh, when she goes into the house and then Rachel comes after her and then she's like, so he's 26. <laughs> and he's yeah. like a cute 26. And she's like, oh my God, mom. Like, no, I, I can't deal with this now. And, and she's like, you know, you should have a boyfriend. Like, come on. It's like time <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I love it. She's like kind of pushing pushing her to like talk to him mm-hmm. but then i love when she sees him later and she sees him like gardening and she's like oh my god <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, god i love the way he throws <laughs> i know I know that was so funny that's like my first one that was really funny um it, i um i feel like that um i feel like that like internal monologue is sort of what we all go through like yeah, totally. i know that when i saw magic mike for the first time my 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 head sounded exactly like this. <laughs> so. Did you really no, like no, the no. first one? Yeah, I mean, I thought the first one was pretty good. I thought the first one was okay. I definitely think that Matthew McConaughey is like a little too much of the reason why I think male strippers are really cheesy. Yeah, and I feel like Channing Tatum is like trying to bring back that like, don't be ashamed, ladies. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're into kind of thing um but i feel like mcconaughey like really exhibited that like old school like stripper thing like oiled up and like mm-hmm. a really gross outfit 
But Channing Tatum's like, I'm building a chair. <laughs> like, I'm building, like, fucking furniture or whatever and doing my thing. Like, yeah, it's just, like, it's a whole different level, I guess. But um, I think Mike is doing the the Lord's work um, researching that Finding Magic Mike show <laughs> on HBO. Um, I was like, is this worth me watching? He's like, I'll do it for research. <laughs> so I think he's watching that show. Which I've heard is actually not bad. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, much like F-Boy Island, which I thought was a fucking dream. Because it was <laughs> so good at that time, like in the summer. It was just such a dumb reality show. But but yeah. <laughs> so that's funny that you had that with Magic Mike. I think the second one was better than the first one. Okay. See, I haven't really seen the second one. So. Oh, the second one's actually... I, I like the second one better. Okay. Than the first cool. one. Yeah. Uh, minus Amber Heard. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I like... I like they're doing another one they're doing like one more really okay cool yeah the last one's really weird because they're like the whole um movie i mean it's not gonna spoil anything because like i won't because you want to see it right yeah so they are like taking this trip to like this big stripper convention in florida Uh (laughs) which i guess like makes a lot of the guys a ton of money so at the end they get there and they perform in like this massive room of like sweaty horny women (laughs) that are just like (laughs) throwing like piles of money on the stage and it's like very weird like they all like come out like it's not in like a club it's in like a fucking arena like a like a stadium almost <laughs> it's really funny yeah it's really funny but uh and jada pinkett smith's in it okay cool <laughs> yeah she like shows up near the end um <laughs> that's funny um i definitely had that feeling when he was throwing and she was like i love the way he throws oh my god this is so bad <laughs> <laughs> like her her inner monologue i feel like is like most of the film yeah yeah which i think is so funny because then that would actually lead you to believe that she's more of a lead actress yeah no, because really. she's the one narrating the story yeah yeah so that's true she should have been nominated for a leading um, do you want me to do my next one or do you want to do yours? Uh, I, I can do one. Um, yeah, do one. What, what is one? I, um, okay. So I love like in, um, like the first scene, like in, um, just after the opening credits when they're all at home and like meeting the characters and like Mrs. Flax is getting ready to like go out on, on her date and before, <laughs> and like before she leaves, she like serves them all, all dinner. And we, um, and we, we, we get like a like voiceover from Charlotte saying a word about Mrs. Flax and food. The word is hors d'oeuvres. Fun finger foods is her main source book. And that's all the woman cooks anymore. She says is just too big a commitment. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is a trope with like, moms who don't aren't are supposed to be kind of like questionable mothers this exactly happens in my so-called life where rayanne's mom just eats nothing but appetizers <laughs> she also is like an out of control like uh quote-unquote loose woman who doesn't bother to cook full meals and apparently just eats appetizers so yeah i find that really funny that that's kind of like a sign of like a 90s mom yeah. um i um also love that scene that, that you're just talking about where charlotte goes to the, to the convent she's like spying on joe and she she's just like watching him and she like throws herself up against a tree and she's like 
Please, God, don't let me fall in love and want to do disgusting things. <laughs> this leads into my next favorite scene where they're on the bus and then he's she's like she's the last one on there and she finds out he like right he like drives the bus like to school uh-huh. that she takes and then he's she's like please talk to me please talk to me and he's like how do you like it so far and then she like moves further up and then she's like right behind him and she's like God please let me like fight the urge to like sit on his lap. <laughs> like oh my God she's like literally like sweating it's so funny I find like and then he just talks about like. He's like, how do you like that house? She's like, oh, I hate that house. He's like, I was born in that house. She's like, I love that house. <laughs> and then she's like, he's like, yeah, I was born in this house. And then my mom, and she died. He was like, oh, she's like, oh my God, the house. It's like a fucking manger. I'm done. I can't handle this. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go for hell for sure. Here he is talking about his poor dead mother. And I can't help wishing his hands were unbuttoning my dress. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. She's um, like hilarious. I love it. Um, I also love that scene when she's in the girls bathroom on the first day of school and those girls are like smoking by by the sink and you like hear like um you know the, 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 you just hear them talking and one of them's like so how is your date with scott jones mary and then mary's like he's an animal we had oral sex by the old railroad trestle <laughs> wow <laughs> The fucking visual, like, <laughs> like it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I, I like kind of want that character, Mary O'Brien, to get her own movie. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I she reminds me very much of like Fern Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really funny i also love that they get caught for smoking in the bathroom and like the teacher like doesn't really do anything yeah she just like looks at them and she's like girls the bell rang and they're like oh, and they like leave and they're like yeah god my mom my parents will kill me if they find out i just like don't find out i think it's really funny um i'm trying to think um okay and then can we talk about charlotte's date with joe oh my god <laughs> i okay Okay, so like, is so is Joe just being friendly? Like when he invites Charlotte to to like go f- fishing with him, or is he like legit trying to like approach her with like ro- romantic intent? <laughs> I don't. I couldn't tell that because remember the first time he was like, "Oh yeah, you and your sister," and she's like, "Oh, my sister like doesn't." <laughs> something she said she said she was like afraid of water oh right for <laughs> <laughs> this thing from the truth this is like christina ricci her sister is literally like half fish training to break the like guinness world records <laughs> of, of being underwater so that's totally not the case which i find really funny but she's just like oh yeah no she can't come so he's like oh okay but why would he want to go with like this like seven-year-old girl i know right and like how old she's 18 um, I, I think Charlotte's 15. I thought she was 18. She said she was 18 when she went to that clinic, or was that well, because time had passed? Well, I think that she was lying about her age. Oh, okay, okay. But, um, because I was like, is she 18? Really? I think Winona Ryder's actually 18 in this. No, like I, in real life, but I, I thought she was younger. I think that Charlotte is like, Charlotte herself is like only 15. Okay, okay. And he's 26, so yeah. problematic a little bit there. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, it is really funny, though. It's weird because at the same time, like, Mrs. Flax isn't, 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 isn't exactly, like, discouraging her from, like, not going. 
Like she's just like, no, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. She's like, go loosen up. Yeah. I love that. She's like, I, she's like, I know you've sworn this life of celibacy, but with half of my DNA, it's going to be kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's like, I'll do it. I'll make it through. But like, I like, um, just like love how she's like, she's like making those sandwiches and you know she, she's like i'm gonna make real sandwiches big thick meaty sandwiches he's gonna <laughs> have to sink his teeth into you and use both hands to eat it <laughs> i know it's like it's really funny i i think it's so funny too where she's like she's in the car and i guess he's like sipping like whiskey or something and like a in like a thermos and then he gives it to her and then she's like my lips are touching it um, it's just like i'm touching his oh my god <laughs> she's like drinking it um it's really funny yeah, I, 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 um i like love that scene when they're dri- driving away and um she's and she's in her like monologue she's like i want to scream out the window i'm running away with the caretaker man <laughs> and then like joe's next line is my speedometer is broken i'm trying not to drive too fast yeah i know it's so funny funny it's so like bumbling idiot like he's such an idiot i also love that one of her monologues about him where she's like sitting out on the i think she's like sitting on the porch and she's like he has the most perfect skin i've ever seen in captivity (laughs) captivity what i was like oh my god he's really funny he reminds me of like the jordan catalano of it all like doesn't say a whole lot but like all of a sudden they're just like you've created this person that they're definitely not yeah, but you've like created this person in your head, which I think is really funny. Um, and then like um, we we like get the scene when they're walking to the boat from the car, and like Charlotte Charlotte is just like I, it sounds like she's like having like word salad where words are just like spilling out, and she has like no control over her like what she yeah does. she does, and she's like Joe. So t- tell tell me about the nuns in the, in the convent. Do they were uh, do they were underwear in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, I don't know. I could never do that. And then she's like, Why am I saying this? And then, and then she says, I'm, I'm always too embarrassed to take a shower after gym. Mary O'Brien dances around naked, screaming about her boyfriend's quivering loins. She does need her own movie. That fucking Mary Jo. She's like insane. Um, and She's then, like the Tatum of Scream. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't and then, and then at one point, as they're still walking to, to the boat, she's just like, please, God, let let him throw me on the ground and make another Joey Jr. Because <laughs> there's that rumor that he, like, the reason why his girlfriend left town was because she was pregnant. Yes. There's, like, some Joey Jr. out there. And then there's this, like, super awkward conversation where she kind of, like, falls down a hill and, like, he catches her and she just kind of, like, gnaws on his arm for, like, an uncomfortably <laughs> long time. And <laughs> so weird. <laughs> And then, it's like, so it's just, I, like, I, I couldn't tell what she was doing. Like, was she, like, licking his jacket or something? Like, I have no idea. I was like, <laughs> what is this? And then, What's like, and then she, and then he, like, physically lifts her off the dock and puts her into to the boat. And then, and then he turns her and he says, do you want to bait your own hook or should I do it? And then... <laughs> <laughs> an idiot i like love it i love that he's so fucking dumb and then like charlotte is just like dear god after all that he still wants to fish <laughs> it's he like does he's a fucking idiot you know, he's like pretty stupid 
Even like when they go home and he's driving her home and and she's like, oh God, like, please, please let him kiss me. Let something happen. And it's just like so weird. Yeah. <laughs> In the car. It's just so weird. Oh God. It's, it was a really funny, awkward date. Yeah. But none other was, okay, the Kennedy assassination bit I thought was really interesting how like it was told and yeah. how that's really how it was told. Like they were in the town and all of a sudden like, it was just on the radio. Mm-hmm. But they were in school, right? Yeah. But they were in yeah. school and they found out. And then, like, you see her later walking through the town and, like, it's dead silent. Everyone's listening to the radio or watching the TV. And they're just like, oh, my God. Like, I liked how that was that was uh, filmed. And then I love how she, like, finds Joe in, like, the bell tower, like, ringing the bell. Yeah. <laughs> that whole scene was so funny. She, like, tries, like, he's, like, all upset. And she's, like, trying to use this moment to, like, put the moves on him. <laughs> like and then like as she's like kissing him kind of awkwardly but trying to like comfort him she sees like these statues of saints in like the corner of the bell tower that are like staring her down and she gets like super freaked out and then just like runs away (laughs) like yeah she's like oh my god it's a sign i can't be doing this this is crazy and then and then she like somehow convinces herself that like um, that be- because that their kiss was strong enough for her to get pregnant. Um, I know. <laughs> like, like, and she like and then because of this, she, she decides to punish herself by fasting, which leads yeah. her to like fall out in the house. <laughs> And then she just starts eating all this food and Rachel's like, okay, well like, you know, just eat some food. Maybe you're just like, you know, you're done. You're starving yourself for this fucking guy. This is so weird. Like just do this. And then maybe you'll, um, you'll feel better. And then she's like, no, it's because I'm pregnant. I'm waiting for two now. (laughs) (laughs) And then she like goes to talk to her and she's just like, mom, I'm maybe pregnant with the next Jewish Italian Messiah. I know. That's so funny. And then the way she goes to the doctor and like he does the most fucking violating exam on her ever. Like she's in the doctor's office and then he just like puts his gloves on. He's like, are you ready for this? Like fucking two seconds in and then like runs out and he's like, come to my office. (laughs) So, okay. So um, this might be a dumb question, but can doctors like physically tell if a woman is a version or not yeah yes because they actually did that in um i mean yes i would say there is a chance no because that's not a definitive reason but for the sake of argument let's say yes okay because apparently that's how in the olden days and even now i would assume in the olden days that's how like royalty would check that if a woman had was, was a virgin before she would marry like i don't know some king or whatever okay you know what i mean because like you're not supposed to have you know been with another man now this is not I mean, there is an exception to everything. I don't think it's a definitive definitive. Okay. Like, uh, I think it's kind of like a, not an urban myth, but I think there is, there is some truth to it. Okay. Yes. I'll say yes, but in certain cases, maybe not definitely, but, but yes, for all, you can tell if you're pregnant or not. I'm sure. Okay. (laughs) Like, so I love that he's like super, like takes off his gloves and he's like, meet me in my office. And she's like, Oh my God. And she's like reading this pamphlet about like, so you're giving birth alone. And then he's like, how much has your mom told you about the birds and the bees? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, well, yeah, I've had the sex talk. Like, and she's like, well, you can't have sex. I mean, you can't be pregnant because you're still a virgin. And then she's just like, what? 
I was like, is she okay? I was like, I think her exact words were, I want to die now. (laughs) Yeah. So you want to be pregnant? Like, I don't understand. I love that she like takes the car and like leaves. Yeah. And then I love when she comes back and she's going like out and then like Christina Ricci or like little baby Katie, she's just like, wait, is she leaving again? What's happening? Yeah. (laughs) Is she going out again? Um, you're gonna run away again so um i also love the scene when uh when mrs flax has to go on that um errand for her boss and like lou takes care of the uh, girls for the day and Mm -hmm. they like turn his spare bedroom into like an ocean it's so ridiculously cool i know right it's so cool. Yeah, it, it, it's just like so pretty, and I was like, "Oh my god, Lou's like perfect." He is. I love him. Um, and then, um, and then I like love when like Mrs. Flax gets back, and like they, like they, act, they're actually eating like an actual meal with like utensils, and like you know, mm-hmm. Chris, Christina Ricci has that line where she's just like, "I mean, I'm, I'm happy if we're eat, eating a meal with like that's like hot and not shaped." like a star so (laughs) um but like um there's this uh line while while they're eating when charlotte turns to mrs flax and she's like mom what do men care about and then like mrs flax says astroturf well (laughs) well uh, well according to lou it's going to ruin baseball not to mention the the entire civilized world as we know it so if you want to have a boyfriend i suggest you start caring about it too It's so cute. Um, and then we get this like really like kind of like painful scene where like sh- um, where like Cher feels really threatened by how close Lou is growing with like her, her daughters. Yeah, and sort of like picks this like fight with 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 him, and it's just like I just find it kind of hard to watch. Just because, especially when he's like, "No, I genuinely really like them," and she's like, "If you're using them to go through me, like to get to me." Yeah, and like you're starly mistaken. I'm like, I think he actually cares about them. Yeah, I know. It doesn't seem like weird or nefarious in any way. Yeah, like it definitely seems re- like real. Yeah, like, and they they like him. They get along with him, and he's like state. He's like stability. Yeah, which is what they've never had. Which is what she runs from. Yeah. So yeah, that's why she's always like constantly. You know, she's never attached. You know, she just. I guess she just never found anyone she wanted to be attached to. Well, I or these guys have run out on her really because I think well, was I, it Charlotte's dad who ran away? Yeah, I, I sort of got the sense that like Charlotte's dad was kind of like the love of her life, um, and then she like I, th- I think she I think when he left she was just like so heartbroken that she just decided that she n- 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 never wanted to feel that vulnerable again. Yeah, um, um, and then I also love the story about how about. Kate's dad um, <laughs> about how they were living in St. Louis and he was um, there for like the, the, the Olympic trials and like, um, like Mrs. Flax is a maid in his hotel. And then she turns to Lou and she's like, and so one night I just delivered more than his towels. <laughs> I was like Olympic swimmer. Yeah. I was like, damn. Um, oh, are they still having the winter games? Like, what's happening with that? I believe so. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah, as, as far as I know. Yeah, I wonder now with everything happening. But who knows? Yeah. Oh, so I love that Charlotte catches 
Joey and Rachel kissing outside and like runs out yeah. and like f- totally freaks out. I think it's so funny. <laughs> he does. She doesn't like you. She'll be bored with you. <laughs> he doesn't like anybody. <laughs> He's like driving away, like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, wow, you've really done it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've literally cooked your goose. He's never going to get with you now. He's going to think you're fucking crazy. But then, like, literally yeah, fucking crazy. But then the next scene is like the next night when, like, Charlotte's like, all right, mom, you want to drive Lou away? That's fine. You want Joe? That's war. I know, yeah. Then she gets all dressed up in her makeup and her outfit and, and her clothes. And yeah, everything. and she like turns to um Chris Christina Ricci and she's like, "How do I look?" And Christina Ricci says, "Like someone drew all over you." I know. <laughs> I also just can't stop thinking about Yellow Jackets and how Christina Ricci's like the most terrifying person <laughs> that entire show. Like, I just love her so much. Her and Juliette Lewis, like, how have we not gotten this before? I know, right? This was, like, the duo that I just never knew I needed. That I, like, love them together. I forget which episode it was in. I think it might have been, like, episode five. But it's, like, where the children are, it's, like, during Halloween, she, like, um, and, like, uh, you know, Misty is, like, dressed up as, as a cat. And, like, the children are, like, in the hospital room. And you can tell that, like, they're just like kind of like scared of her, and then like and then like Misty like stomps on the like power strip and just says code blue, code blue, and like you know the alarms start going off. It's just like she just like looks at this girl dressed like a doctor, yeah. <laughs> like and then she's like oh, and then she just like turns it back on and she just like mo- goes along her way. Yeah, <laughs> I think she's like the crux of everything. Yeah, I think in the story it's 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 gonna be good. I, I love it. Go watch Yellow Jackets. Yeah, it's great. great. I love it. It's it's really good. Um, I love that whole thing where she like dresses up in the makeup and then she's like, here, you can have some wine, but just sip it. And she fucking (laughs) like downs two glasses of wine like behind her back. Um, (laughs) Like little baby Christina. (laughs) She just like downs it. And then they go out like out to the bell tower and they see Johnny there and fucking uh, Katie's like, oh, I'll just be here like getting some rocks. So she's like getting rocks and while um <laughs> while she's like up up there like sleeping with Johnny for the first time and having this like oh my god it's happening wow it's actually happening right now and like baby Christina Ricci's like down by the river and like falls in and like no. nearly dies <laughs> yeah yeah uh, 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 yeah I mean I didn't really really realize how this this like movie takes a pretty pretty like dramatic turn (laughs) yeah and then it's like oh my god then she just like she you know here she like runs out and her fucking makeup is like all smeared (laughs) like should she goes to the hospital they like they who is it that finds her because she's like trying to like you know hold her breath because she's does that all the time yeah and i forgot who like comes to find her it's a nun right yeah yeah yeah, 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 the nuns there. They like pull her out, and then she's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I was like, "You were busy up there getting busy with what's his name, uh, Joey and Jake Ryan." God, <laughs> yeah, fucking Jake Ryan, man. Oh, I need to watch that movie again. I know it's been a long um, time. That movie was is so problematic now. It is. It is. <laughs> like holy um, shit, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Like so many movies, but I love when you see Rachel, like Mrs. Flack, like com- Fox comes to the hospital and she sees like 
uh, Charlotte there with the guy and her fucking makeup. Like she looks like she's just like <laughs> rolled around with this dude. Makeup all over her face. Her hair is like teased to the gods, but it's all like <laughs> fucked up. So it looks yeah. like she's been having sex. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God. It's just like really, it's classic. And she's like, she was the one who was living this, like trying to live this super celibate life. And she ends up like her sister almost dying because she's too busy banging with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's really funny. And they get into like that epic night uh, fight at home. Oh God, this, this, this like didn't really feel, I, this fight felt really real. Like, I mean. Yeah, it totally did. It just felt really like, it just felt like really like vicious and like, you know, like just like, you know, like that is like when Cher slaps her, that was like vicious. <laughs> like, yeah. When she was like, we can't, how can I have a, how can I be a tramp? We are, the town already has one. Yeah. Or something. I was like, Oh, <laughs> what? I was like, Oh no. She's going to slap you. Yeah. <laughs> like for good reason. Yeah. I love when she, when she does not she's like, Phew. Just but, totally slaps her. But, but it's okay because, you know, Christina Ricci lives. Um, Yay! <laughs> Thank God. She was really in a bad way, though. She was in, like, one of those bubbles. Yeah, it was... You know, like, was those, that, like, germ things. Was that, like, an oxygen tent or something? Or I don't know, because this is, like, the 60s. Yeah. So I don't know if this is supposed to be, like, comparable to, like, the medicine they had at the time. Mm-hmm. If maybe that's what they did for maybe oxygen. Who knows? But, yeah, it was really crazy. Um, I was like, damn. But um, so weird. And then we have that confusing ending where we think that they're gonna leave because Cher's like, we can't stay here. But like, you know, Lou has this like dream of going to the Baseball Hall of Fame, um, and so they, um, so they end up like like going with him. He wants to touch Lou Gehrig's glove and i guess luke garrig is like some baseball guy so yeah some big famous old baseball dude yeah. <laughs> so, um any guys listening to those who like uh like baseball are like screaming <laughs> but i don't think there are that many i, I, I know you're, and there's nothing you can do about it is there we don't care <laughs> not, go, not going to care um but um we like find out that like um that like you know because charlotte like begs mrs flax to like stay to just give, give it a year and then um you know like there's a scene where like um mrs flax or is, is just like talking to lucia like oh i hate all this all this air and all these goddamn trees and like um but it's so cool the autumn in it i love yeah. the like autumn to winter part um, of the movie but like Charlotte becomes really popular at school. <laughs> so, I know, right? Um, kind of funny. And it's apparently enough to even impress Mary O'Brien. Um, God, if only the next movie's Heather's, then it's Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how that's how it's gonna go. And, and fortunately, she stops becoming obsessed with like you know religion and like the lives of, of the saints and starts getting to Greek myths. So I know she's like, I'm really big into Greek myths right now. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a, really there's a scene where um where like Mrs. Flax like pokes her head and she's like, Charlotte, we're not Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's so funny. And um, then we hear that Joe moved to California, but they still like correspond via postcards. <laughs> so I guess it's cool. I know. And he, yeah, and I guess he sends like postcards with like palm trees on them. Yeah. I'm like, what's he doing? Um, well, I thought she said that he opened a plant nursery. 
Oh, that's right. A nursery. Because I said nursery at first. I was like, kids? And then I was like, oh, no plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, kids? What the fuck? Um, um, we, we like- I was like, maybe for Joey Jr. that they think is out there. <laughs> 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 he might have opened a child nursery. Who knows? And then, like, apparently Kate was able to, like, um, get back into swimming shape. But, like, the accent causes her hearing to get a little fuzzy. And then, like, there's a scene where, like, Charlotte's trying to draw her for an art class. And, like, Kate's like, I heard mom say she was going to make a main course tonight. And then <laughs> yeah. Eric pulls up and pulls up this, like, great dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so we, funny. we get this epic dance montage with them dancing in the kitchen too if you want to be happy by jimmy soul <laughs> it's so cute yeah i love it oh and then starfish is the sequel starfish book. is the sequel yeah so yeah so if you want to know what happens yeah yeah cool well if you've reached the end of this congratulations this is a special like bonus I mean, it'll still be counted in the the '90s movies, but special bonus uh, New Year's because yeah, she wore that mermaid costume to the New Year's party, which was cool. Yeah, it counts. So, yeah, I mean, I have it counts. It totally counts. And then on next, so I'm gonna put this up tomorrow, which will be Friday, the 31st, and then on the second, the episode for the Jagged Little Pill documentary oh, will be out, and that is on Patreon right now, if you want to subscribe for five bucks a month. We just finished My So-Called Life, and then we're gonna be doing, like, random movies every week, so cool. we'll have a good mix over there going. Uh, so yeah, let us know what you want to hear. I think there's someone who wanted, like, an action movie. We're gonna do Niagara Niagara soon, but that's gonna be for the main feed oh i love that movie i do too so yeah that'll be like next week so that'll be out like yeah the next the week after that so so yeah there are lots of lots of cool stuff coming up and uh yeah i guess uh we'll see you on the next one bye bye